God rest you merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day to save us all from Satan's power and we were gone astray. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. In Bethlehem in Jewry the blessed babe was born and laid within a manger upon this blessed morn to which his mother Mary did nothing take in scorn. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. Christos Rosdaitia, Slavitia Ha. Christ is born, let us glorify him. So, we are coming to the end of our Christmas season. On the February 2nd, we celebrate um, the encounter of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what it's called in our tradition. Our other people call it the presentation of, of uh, Jesus in the temple. And this, I guess my topic for today is a little bit about evangelization. You know, evangelization is a word that many people do not understand um, what it really entails. Um, as Christians, as people of Christ, we all have the obligation to spread the gospel message to one another. It's not just priests, it's not just preachers or bishops or televangelists that have this obligation to do that. It is every single baptized Christian in the entire world who has the obligation to preach or to teach the gospel message to one another. So to start with this uh, podcast today, I'm going to um, talk about some Bible quotes about this topic, about evangelization. Some of them you might uh, know very well, and some of them might be a little bit new to you, okay? So from Acts uh, chapter uh, 13, verse 47. For this is what the Lord has commanded us. I have made you a light for the Gentiles, that you may bring salvation to the ends of the earth. Then from Mark sixteen fifteen, He said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. And uh, another one, uh, similar, Matthew twenty-eight, nineteen and 20. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. 
as surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. And um, here's another one from 1 Peter 3.15. But in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. And I'll just do one more. From John thirteen thirty five. By this everyone will know that you are my disciples. If you love one another. <coughs> so evangelization is not an easy topic to talk about. We Christians, especially we Catholics in the world, are often very timid in 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 uh, saying to other people what we believe in Christ. And I really don't understand why we are so timid in this world. Why we Christians don't have that, you know, enthusiasm like the early apostles did at the beginning of our Christian faith, the beginning of the Christian church, who lived, who preached, who did the Eucharist together, who, you know, lived uh, in community and taught one another to obey and worship God, our Heavenly Father, through our words and actions. You know, obviously today's world is different than the world that the apostles lived in. We're not saying that we are living in the same society as 2,000 years ago. But human beings are still human beings. Many of us in the world, many people, young people especially, are searching for answers. You know, what is the meaning of life? What is the meaning of, of our existence? Why are we here on this earth? You know, all those questions that young people have, that other people have, we as Christians can and should be answering those questions according to our faith in Jesus Christ. You know, and, and I guess the first thing is we need to know our faith. It's hard to evangelize one another when we don't know our faith at all. So study, read the scripture, read the, uh, the, the books, the Catholic books that we have in our world. You know, listen to the priest's message in the homilies. Listen online if you have other favorite speakers that you like to listen to. Do all those things to grow in our faith every day. We can't spread our faith to one another unless we know how our, what our faith is all about in the first place. Okay. So that's the very first thing we have to learn our faith. Secondly, once we know our faith, once we are confident in, 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 in knowing 
what we believe in, then there should be no issues in 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 in, in living out our faith and expressing our faith to one another. Okay, it's very important to express our faith. This is one of the whole reasons I started these podcasts in the first place to hopefully get a broader uh, appeal, a message to show what we as, you know, Ukrainian Catholics, as Catholics, as Christians believe in. What do we believe in our faith? And, um, you know, if someone comes up to you and says, why are you a Catholic? Why are you baptized? You should have an answer for them. They may not necessarily agree with you. That's fine. You know, we, we often think that, that that's one thing we're scared of. People are going to think differently of us if we express our faith or people are going to disagree with us or, 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 or treat us differently. It's fine. That happened to Jesus. It happened to the apostles. It happened to all the martyrs of our faith. But they still expressed what they believed in. That is so very important. So what would you say if someone asked you, why are you a Catholic? Why are you going to church? Why are you living out the life that you are living out right now? You should have answers to that. Okay? So if someone asks me that question, well, you could be a smart aleck and say, well, I was baptized as a baby, so I had no choice. You know, you could give a smart aleck answer, be a little funny. But, you know, we are baptized as babies, but we are always growing in faith. We are always growing in holiness our entire lives, you know. And if if we are only baptize as babies but don't go to church the rest of our lives don't don't find uh, don't learn our faith then that baptism is not effective right that baptism is only the start of our christian life that baptism is only start of learning about who we are in this world and what god has planned for us so, you know, some people go beyond baptism. They take catechism as a child, but then that's it. Once they turn to the teenage years, once they turn to the adult years, that they never ever, uh, renew their faith or, or relearn what, what is important in their faith. And that is a problem in our world today. That is a huge problem. We, you know, I, I disagree oftentimes with, other priests, with other lay people, with bishops. No, it's not teaching about to the youth or catechism. It's teaching adults. Adults need to be taught about the faith, first of all, so they can teach their children, so they can teach their grandchildren about the faith. If the adults don't know the faith, then that is a big problem. We need to change that right now, you know? And some priests, some churches, hopefully offer some kind of adult uh, faith formation, Bible study. I know it's hard. 
as a priest, I get frustrated so often when you're preparing all this material, when you're ready to do it and nobody shows up, you know? Well, now I'm doing it online, so maybe some people actually listen to me now than when I was doing it in person and nobody came. But it's don't give up, you know? Do the, 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 the one-on-one conversations you have with people. That is when you can do that, when you can spread your faith. You know, when we go for coffee, when we go for uh, an event somewhere, uh, a supper, whatever it is, when you're talking to your next-door neighbor, there is always opportunities to spread our faith in those situations. You know, um, don't be scared. If they don't want to listen to you, they'll say, you know, I don't want to talk about that. That's fine. Go on to someone, go to a different topic. But you'll find someone eventually that will want to, to uh, learn and, and share your faith experiences. This is, again, this is part of the reason I did these podcasts. And, and I still haven't found many people yet that want to go online and share their faith experiences, but hopefully, God willing, eventually people will be more comfortable uh, to do that, to share their experiences in life of how Jesus Christ helped them in their day-to-day lives. This is how we share our faith with one another, okay? Very, very important to do that. Yes, the theology, our catechesis, are you know are knowing the the intellectual part of the faith is important we have to start with that but we don't end with that we still have to go beyond this the book study into the day-to-day real life experiences that people have so you know uh, just a few examples if if someone you know, whether they're Christian or Catholic or not, is having uh, difficulties in their lives, uh, whether it be financial, uh, health issues, uh, family issues, relationship issues, you know, we can be there for them. We can be there and this supporting them and, and, and being that Christian for them. And saying, you know, I can't necessarily help you in every aspect that you're going through. Maybe I don't have enough money to help everyone in the world. That's fine. Maybe I don't have um, the health knowledge to help someone who is sick. But you could still pray for them. You could still listen to them. You can still talk to them and say... You know, I believe, I have the faith that God is going to help you. That God is going to be with you day after day after day. And you're going to get through this struggle. You're going to get through this situation in life. And, you know, how you are feeling right now, the, the, the events that are happening right now are not going to be there forever. Things will improve in your life. Yeah, we have to be positive. Oh boy, is it hard to be positive in today's world. It's so hard to be positive in our church. 
It's so hard to be positive in society with COVID going on, with all the economic and political factors, with wars going on in the world, with violence and disease. It is hard to be positive. But somehow, some way, we have to remain positive in our relationships with one another, in our um, words we use to one another, and and just just to uh, that that positivity, I think, is a beautiful way to evangelize. You know, if people see us going through difficult situations and remaining positive through them, and remaining faithful, uh, being prayerful, going to church, going to help one another, even though we are going through tough times in life. They are going to say, oh, you know, that's a, that's, there's something to this religion. There's something to that faith that that person expresses because they are still positive. They are still, um, joyful in their relationship with Jesus Christ. Wow. Can we do that? You know, the early apostles had difficulties as well. And I told, I said this in many of my podcasts already. Martyrs, <laughs> martyrs means you died, you were killed for the faith. So we can't say that they had life any easier than we have today. But yet, they still had that joyful heart right till the very end of their lives. They still expressed their love for Jesus Christ through their words, their actions, their thoughts, their prayers for one another. This is how we start to evangelize one another. You know, are we scared? Yes, we're scared. We're afraid that someone's going to think differently of us, that they're going to say, take your Christian uh, knowledge and shove it up somewhere that the sun don't shine. That's fine. There's going to be people like that in the world. We can't please everyone. Jesus didn't please everyone. The apostles didn't please everyone. But there are people out there who are waiting for someone to come to them to express their joy in Jesus Christ. Are you going to be that person? It's it's called coffee cup ministry. It's called one-on-one. You know, we start at one person at a time. We're not going to change our entire society, our entire town, our entire community at once it takes one person at a time to do this so yes what is evangelization well hopefully i explained it to you uh well enough that evangelization starts with the book knowledge it starts with our knowledge of the faith but it goes so far beyond that it goes about expressing it in our in our day-to-day actions with other people, with our words, with our prayers, with all the things, little things we could do every single day. And if we have that trust and faith in Jesus Christ, that things will get better eventually, that our 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 world is not going to always be, you know, uh negative, we have to see the positivity in it. Then we will be gaining so many more people to our Christian to become Christians, to be baptized, to 
take the sacraments to live a life of holiness so they may get to the heavenly kingdom. God bless you today. I enjoyed doing this podcast today, and I will do another one very shortly. God bless.